saying? Staying motivated. Same old shit, different toilet. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was telling you about that project uh, that me and my boy Steve was working on uh, as far as with the uh, po- the poetry book and then the uh, Ten's uh, motivational song, motivational hip-hop song. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Uh, Sims, Sims couldn't be here. Uh, he said he, was, he wasn't feeling too well, so. Yeah, we kick it off. Yeah. Uh... I know a lot has transpired. You know, I know uh, the, it was the Gucci and uh, Jeezy had the versus battle. Uh, and a lot of people was talking about that. And uh, as well, you know, just um, a lot of people in the city been, you know, messed up about like, you know, Mo3 and King Von and, you know, certain things going on with, you know, hip hop. And what else was the topic? I, I know you had sent me something else. Oh yeah, it was a couple of them. It was just you know just over discussions of uh over the last man. A lot of rappers have died, man. It's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, Probably. man. I think that's why it's an open lane for like motivational hip hop and, and music with a message that basically uh, you know tell us how important life is. Just like when Jeezy had confronted Gucci, like you know, bro, that was twenty years ago. And, and and I understand where Gucci coming from. If somebody tried to send somebody to kill you, you know what I mean? But yeah. I also understand Jeezy saying, like, you know, now now where we going to go from here? You know what I mean? Like, it, you successful, I'm successful, you got a baby on the way. Now, you know, now we are part of, you know, the culture of hip-hop, and a lot of young men don't know how to let shit go. And because you don't know how to let shit go, you know, you take it to a, 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 a level to where you can't come back from it once you die or once you kill somebody. You're either going to go to prison or you no longer live. And that's that's what they say as a man. What's more important? You proving yourself to who? Because you leaving your family, bro, no matter which decision you make, whether you murking the nigga or you going to prison, you're going to leave your family. Facts. That's true. I mean, everybody ain't as fortunate as Gucci, man. So, man, that's another thing, too. So, how that how that situation worked in favor, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just a lot of – but the whole situation was about growth, though. It definitely was about growth. And that You know, there was, a, there was, like, this one meme that said what I learned from – that came from Charlemagne. It was, like, what I learned from the Gucci and Jeezy. And then I saw another meme just cross that out and say – those same exact things, but just as what you learn in life in general. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that, man. What you talking about? Easy. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Like a person putting people on you to go rob you or set you up. That's just not the ideal type of anybody you want to be around. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it, it took a bigger person for Gucci to accept that. You feel what I'm saying? Because it could have been, been a long stance of just not anything happening at all. I mean, but it was a long stance. I mean, Brad, been almost, he said it was 15 years. It took him 15 years to forgive him, right? And and that was what we, that's what, what we saw. We saw a man uh, struggling with forgiveness on stage, right? In front of, would, in front of the world. I wouldn't say that he was struggling because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's, it's one of them situations. Jeezy put him in that situation. Yeah, but. When I say struggling, 
Like anytime you're trying to instigate something to, to, to become something else when you already went through the situation, you're struggling. Like, like a man that's not struggling, he's going to let it go and it ain't going to be no nigga, are we smoking on Pookie Low, cuz? And, I mean, but, uh, you know, and you a crab and this and that. Like, like the you know, anytime you try to create another situation off of something that you already endured means you're struggling. I mean, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. But like I said, we're talking about somebody trying to kill you. Yeah, somebody trying to kill you 15 to 20 years ago and you got a baby on the way and you're and you're richer than you've ever been in your life and you're at the most probably probably at the most successful you've ever been in your life it's time to let that go and that's what we saw him struggling to forgive but he forgave at the end and that's what that's what growth is about and that's what they were trying to say to the young men like okay i held, i had i had these Issues with Jeezy. I had these issues with Gucci. Okay, we're going to put that to the side and we're going to be men and we're going to say, you know what? We don't have to take it any further than here and we're going to let this shit go forever. Now, we ain't got to be best friends, but in the end, we're going to let that shit go because shit like King Von and, and, and Mo3 and like he said, Dobie and, and all these young rappers that didn't forgive the shit and and the shit didn't, you know what I mean? It turned out for the worst. And it's because we don't have grown men that know how to let shit go that we seen in our with our own eyes. So when we get in the beef, we take it all the way there to where somebody really died. I think that shit was more than beyond just that beef. It was more about that money too at the same time. Cause they had them they had them view, they had them views up too while while you playing. No, I had about 1.7. Yeah. Tuned yeah. in on that shit. And they just dropped the album, too. Oh, that's what's up. I mean, it's just smart marketing. That's, 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 he's, 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 he's making a sense with some of the comments were just a little, you know what I'm saying? Just a little, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody kind of got their stilo and they do, they, they're millionaires, you feel what I'm saying? But I just don't see him owning Atlanta like Arthur Blank or, <laughs> Own in Atlanta like some of these homeowners down here for real that like, you know, QCP, he got real estate out the ass. You know what I'm saying? He got keys to show for it. You feel what I'm saying? But that's our problem. We always trying to compare niggas, bro. Oh, no, no, no. no this, that's wasn't our, compar- that's this, this wasn't this that's- wasn't a comparison. I just said I went and did my research off of based on what Jeezy said. We came out of his mouth on that live in front of those 1.6. But, but, but we, we still don't know if he got shit in another name or we don't know that man business. Like, all I'm saying is with it, with anything that a man does, right, it really don't matter. It don't exactly. Matter. That black man doing exactly. good, bro. We got to be proud of all our black men that's successful, that's making it through the struggle, that's, that's uh, you know, forgetting their demons and, and, and moving forward in life. Like, as our culture, yeah, my- in, in our culture, that's our problem. We always comparing niggas' money and what it is. Yeah, but, got. and then not only that, not only, not only that, though, you just, you just have a lot of, like, uh, people paint like people a certain way. Does that make sense? So like people going to have their thoughts about Gucci and people going to have their thoughts about Jeezy and how they move and, oh, if he would have did this and he would have never did this or he act like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just really putting them on face value of, okay, this a man and he 
came up a certain way than he did, and he came up a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I don't really put no. There's just there's just morals and there's moral codes. You feel what I'm saying? And you know, go against your own self. Like maybe one day, a long time ago, like he said, a nigga was like, "Nah, fuck that nigga." Like I ain't really go. And that's what we've seen. So I think that was. I think this is really big, though. I think that was really big. I think that was a good one. I think. I think they did something that. Now they're talking about uh uh uh. Like oh, young dolphin, yo Gotti. Yeah. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. They talking about that right there will go crazy. That was stupid. And they just squashed that damn beef. And then, and I mean, what do you think? You think more people, like, if more people start coming to truce with each other, you think it'll cut down the rate? Or you think more hey. people? I don't know. I heard they was also trying to do, like, a little boxing for rappers, too, just to uh, squash the beef. I think that would be a better better way to, you know, end that shit. Instead, niggas ain't going to go out like that because niggas don't want to get beat up. For some money? Not on TV, man. Them niggas already got money. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, you taking some money and you going there and get beat up, niggas stop fucking with you forever? <laughs> but, but you, but you got to think about it. You're fucking the views. You got to think about like how many people will be tuned in on that shit at the same time, no matter win or lose. But see, the thing is, bro, most of these gangster niggas, right? These niggas they that's pride. super hard, that's rapping and shit, can't fight. Yeah, they pride. They got guns. You know they can't fight. Right. Niggas don't exercise. Niggas ain't got no endurance. Niggas, niggas is weak. Yeah, some of most of them. Yeah, yeah most of them nigga ain't doing nothing but drinking, niggas smoking and hanging out, motherfucking late, nigga, and eating motherfucking cheeseburgers. Yeah, I mean, some some of them, some of them, you know, what I'm saying, some of them got, you know, like they got their routine of, you know, what I'm saying, their habits and their the patterns. Like some some celebrities actually work out with like. Uh, some sports player. I got Steve here, man. He's 19 years old, right? And mm-hmm. I want to just ask him a little bit of how he felt about the the Jeezy and the Gucci versus battle. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I ain't watched it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't really know too much about them. I mean, I know that they, I know that it was, it was beefing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, like you were saying, like, if we, they didn't really had nobody they seen like you know actually squash and actually keep things moving yeah you know what i'm saying so and, and any any typical person that don't really have that kind of guidance would make it spiral out of control until you know it actually gets to that end point for what mm-hmm. i'm saying so that's my input on it you think it was good for young people to see like two two grown men squash some shit? oh yeah no that's revolutionary because people that actually look up to those like you know those artists now can see like, hey, when it does get to a point, it's always best to squash it and keep it moving. You don't have to be buddy buddy with the person you dapped mm-hmm. up with, you know, squashed up. That's but, real. Um, people just you just you go their own way. Yeah, you really got to be like that's that's what I that's what I never understood. Like it's like, bro, you don't like me, I don't like you. Okay, you go your way, I go mine. Like when you gotta feel like you really gotta kill somebody and save life because you don't like them. Yeah, that's, y'all got that's into crazy. it online and shit on the live. That's just stupid. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's the situation that happened. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to you know uh, you know RIP Vaughn and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what like a lot of like just like a lot of moves. You know what I'm saying? You gotta watch how you move out here. This shit is really this shit is really chess. You know what I'm saying? It's really for real and like at the same time, bro. Like. 
at the same time, I mean, they didn't really have guidance like that. I mean, look, if you look at their background and how they came up, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you can tell that they lack some sort of guidance for them to have some sort of positivity in their life. And not only that, the, the standards that they had to live in and whatever it was going through. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people in this game that don't really got that foundation of guys to, you know, drive them to destinations that's going to be better for them. You feel what I'm saying? They don't, they leave the hood, but still got the hood in them. You feel what I'm saying? Like Exactly. And that's, and that's, that's a big part of like what they're trying to, you know, fix. We're trying to figure out ways to make it easier for people to connect with society and, 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 uh, like some of these rappers and what they're supporting. Like that's, that's real. That's real. Like they're trying to figure out, like you have 21 Savage, for example, he came from the UK when he was like eight or whatnot, um, you know, between eight and 13. And he came over here in Atlanta and he didn't really, you know, he, he blew up, you know, and then you got some rappers and they, and they, you got, you got OGs and then you got rappers. You feel what I'm saying? Some of the OGs, I'm going to say that's like Jay-Z. That's like Master P. That's like Dame Dash. That's like, people who've created their own empire of just success. You know what I'm saying? And you have some of those people who will come and pull these rappers aside. Like, Hey, like, you know, you got a lot of power influence. Like, have you ever thought about doing this? Have you ever thought about, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's really real, you know? And I, and I feel like we should definitely see more of that like in the black community, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, look, look at, look at master P just had the documentary. And then after the documentary, they said how he didn't help his brother. And it's like in this game right now, you could be an incredible person, incredible entrepreneur, incredible giver, like in, out in the, in, the, in the city, giving out food, giving out money, giving out haircuts, clothes, all of that. And, and some people will still say that you ain't shit. <laughs> and that just come with it. You know what I mean? So I think it's just in the world that we live in right now, it's like no matter what you do, it's going to always be people that view you in a different way. You can never please everybody. No, you can't. Niggas always right. Exactly. That's why, that's why we, have, we have our perception of ourselves, and then we have a reality of perception that we, we, that we meet people. That's our persona. That's our demeanor. That's our vibe. You only get love when you, when you provide a certain something. To the relationship, mm -hmm. certain values. Mm -hmm. Only women, children, dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's in, that's insane, but that's real. That's the real. That's real. And why do you think? Why do you think society has? I feel like society has altered the mind through manipulation through social media through any way that they can engage with us socially they manipulate it and then they try and you know what i'm saying amplify what comes out of that you know what i mean so they, they they try and manipulate people's just anxiety you know what i mean like it's 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 incredible like what this world's really coming to when it comes to like influence and like how that really alters people's perspective of how to just treat a normal person or a normal man. You know what I mean? It's called, it's called psychology. It also falls back down to guidance. Like all these things that, that all these things that we state right now all falls back down to the core foundation of guidance. You know, how were these people brought up? How were their life when they was young? What did they learn? What skills did they have? 
most people out right now ain't got that much skills nor respect to even, you know, be able to understand and be able to, you know, maneuver through these kind of things that's going on. So, of course, they're going to be easily manipulated because they let that information come through in their head and that's that. They don't really have no question to it. Most people just take in information and never question it. And that's why most, that's why it's, that's why it's an issue today. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why Chris Rock was able to come up with that assumption that is really true. I agree. I look at it like, I look at it like uh, they wanted people to look at a man and base how they judge the man based off of how much money he got or what it is that he can provide for whoever he's dealing with. Exactly. And, that, and that's how you respect them. And that is where like uh, the world has got messed up because they only respect money. These memes. Respect, these memes. They respect success. Exactly. Exactly. Anything, anything else, they look at it like, nigga, shut up, nigga. You ain't successful. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Like these memes. Like if you can't do it for me, then you yeah. ain't you ain't worth this. But in your reality, you got everything. She ain't got it. Yo, they ain't got it. You feel what I'm saying? It's crazy. Like that, like that Birkin bag situation. If your man can't buy you a Birkin bag, then it, it's ov with. You feel what I'm saying? You know that shit has been going around through Instagram. And I just think yeah. that shit has really, you know, what I'm saying, started affecting society. You know what I'm saying? Even though people ignore it and they look at it and shit. You know what I'm saying? I just think some shit is like unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like. Did you see the Burger King bag or whatever that they uh <laughs> they scribbled out the letter and then they said this time is Burger you gonna be getting <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> no that, that that's how I feel because and then what's better than giving your girl a Burger bag when you can help her start a business or buy her some property yeah yeah but people don't really see the value in that like that also that also like sheds light on how people minds function and how they want materialistic things rather than, you know, long-term benefits. It's more about, in this world, it's more about instant gratification and long-term benefits. You know, people would rather get something now and feel good about it now and not worry about the future and suffer later on than, you know, actually putting down a foundation to build, work, and grow something and actually have some, you know, that's going to last a lifetime. Even your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids can eat off that, Thanks. you know? That's what we're working on now. For sure. You know, that's what me and Steve are building right now. We we got a studio and we we promoting it every day, showing that we mix, we master, we we even can get you video shot and all of that. Like in a soundproof room. And we started small. Yeah. So and it gets to that point where it's like, you know, when this does blow up and this becomes like a household name, Red Door Studios everywhere, we got multiple buildings, all that going, this, that, and the fourth. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be a big, you know, thing for us. And that's something I can, that can be passed down to generation after generation after generation. Because studios never going to die. I don't care how how highly technological we get with music. Mm -hmm. A basic studio setup anywhere is never going to die. No. It's never. Like, so, even when I'm, you know, old and I can't even do nothing, I already know my kids, they know how to record, they know how to do all that, and they can make some money off that. You feel what I'm saying? So, these are... these are game of gift. Yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? A skill. Like, that's what kids and, and, and a lot of grown men don't understand. A skill is something that you can make money off of for the rest of your life. And then you can actually teach somebody else that skill and they can make money for the rest of their life. It's like teach a man how to fish 
and he can eat forever. You keep fishing and, and you get the fish for him, he gonna be waiting on you to go fishing. So you keep teaching people how to fish and they'll be able to eat forever. Through your hard work, your dedication, because it's going like when it comes to this kind of work, bro, you're gonna go through some hurt, you're gonna go through some pain, but that long term benefit's always worth it, no matter what. You feel what I'm saying? Whatever you're working hard for, whatever you're striving for, as long as you feel what I'm saying, you want your path working on your purpose, whatever comes with it is gonna be amazing for you and you specifically. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that most people don't realize. It says manifest, but also do the work. That's real. Yeah. Like, it's another thing that most people don't really realize is, like, not everything, you feel what I'm saying? Everybody got a set path and set set gifts for them. And it's never going to be the same as the next guy or the next person, you feel what I'm saying? Because everything different. We got our own different role. We got our own different uh, obstacles, challenges. We got our own different, you know, blessings. It's different. But at the same time, you know, what comes to us is meant to come for us. And, you know, when that blessings come through, it's going to bring a smile to our face. And we have to learn how, how to accept that, you know? Like, say I make say I make 50 bands and I tell you, hey, bro, I made 50 bands today. You're going to be like, man, I wish I had 50 bands. But she ain't know, like, you ain't know, like, two days later, you about to make 100 bands. But that was made specifically for you. You feel what I'm saying? Your blessings is made for you and you only. Mm-hmm. And most people just be hating on that, but they don't know. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, you remember last uh, episode where we talked about uh, helping the youth and 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 like talking to the kids and all of that stuff? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so I met Steve when he was like, were you 15 or 16? He was 15 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And I met him at an event called Digital Day, right? So where we would we volunteered to teach kids how to make their own short film. And I was showing them the TV show I wrote and produced and how I came up with a concept and I seen it all the way through. And, you know, an idea is nothing if you don't put the work into developing it into the physical where people can appreciate what it is that you have. Mm-hmm. Right. So I met him and his homeboy Julian years ago. Right. And I've always connected with him and I always reached out to him and try to connect him with opportunities and stuff like that. And you remember what I said was you can mentor a young man. You can you can be in a young man's life. But if he doesn't want it and, and he's not ready to, to, to connect with you on that level where he's open for you to help him, it'll never work. Yeah. It'll never work. And, and because Steve has been open and he understood things that I said to him, and he's went through his own mental battles, you know, trying to figure out things and overthinking things and, you know, trying to become the man that he is today and understanding like, okay, I got to start now so I can be successful later. And I got to start small and I got to stop thinking so much about tomorrow. And I got to think about the present, like right now. And that's what a lot of these young people are going through because they're thinking about later on in life but they're not actually in the moment of today and like what can i do at this moment to change my life they want to they thinking with their imagination like uh you know being in a mansion and being a boss and and they skipping steps mentally when you have to take yourself back and say you know what let me start here and then once i begin to evolve and elevate my mindset and understand that Nobody is going to give me anything. 
I got to be open to receive information so somebody can point me or lead me in the right direction. But I have to step into it with my own feet and my own mind. And that is what a lot of these young people are suffering from because of social media and everybody in a, in a, in a, in a hurry. Because they think they're getting too old and you think you're supposed to be rich when they see Puff Daddy kids riding Rolls Royces when they don't understand what Puff Daddy did for his kids to ride in the Rolls Royces. <laughs> that all falls into like, you know, a thing that that really hurts a lot of people in this day and age and forever and ever. You feel what I'm saying? And that's called expectation. In comparison. No, comparison. Expectation and comparison. That's what really hurts a person the most because they think they have to get things at a certain time, at a certain life. You, you have, people feel like they have to marry at a certain time, have a house at a certain age, have a car at a certain age, make this amount yeah, of money I mean, at a certain it's age. A, it's, a, it's a persona that, like, you know, good isn't good enough. You know what I'm saying? There's better and you should have it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It, like, it's, it's basically something that seeks better things just naturally so we seek wanting anything that we like that's considered better for us we just naturally are drawn to that but the patterns of the behavior of what we're around and who and, and who's in front of us while we're forming everything that we learn you know what i'm saying i think those are where the biggest breakdowns are like you know you said intuition like you mean like intuition or like or desire when it comes to like always wanting more, like desire, right? I mean, it's, it's some people, some people have an intuition that that allows them to know what you know their desire is. You know what I mean? And 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 some people, some people just, I don't know. Everybody, everybody's different. You know what I mean? You got a whole world full of people that think on different patterns, that feel certain ways. You know what I'm saying? But there is. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A certain way that shit, it was formed and designed, you know what I'm saying? And created to be like right and wrong, moral, ethics, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that like social media has watered down our minds and our, and our, and our just everything. Like they've, they've basically brainwashed this society to start believing everything that's on that internet, on that Instagram. Yeah. Cause uh, they, they make you use a lot of dopamine. If you don't know what dopamine is, that's a chemical in the brain that, you know, it's a feel-good chemical. You know, you're getting that instant shot. Like, say say you got you a nice car that looks beautiful. You feel what I'm saying? You hop in it. You look inside the interior. You drive it. You like the, you like the engine noise. You feel what I'm saying? You feel happy. You feel that joy when you drive it. That's that dopamine coming through. But over time, you know, it kind of just gets down a bit. You start to get used to the car and how it looks and how it looks inside and how the engine is. Now you want something else. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like when people hop on these social medias, it's an instant rush of different information and different things they like and different things they desire and different things they want. You feel what I'm saying? But it comes and they're never satisfied and it comes with a cost of expectation and comparison and it hurts them and brings them in a, in a, in a very lower level of, you know, Depression. Of a, yeah, depression and stuff like that. I feel like they can never get to where they want to be. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's, it's like it's like I, I got the 2020 um, Mercedes Benz, and then now it's 2028, and 
they like, nigga, you in that old ass bins, my nigga? And it's like, damn, my nigga, my shit still look good. And it's the, the thing is, is like, when you look at a classic car, a 66 Chevelle, or you look at a, a, a 76 Impala, or you look at a, um, a, a SS, you know what I mean? Uh, a Chevelle. Like, those body styles are timeless. And it's like, what you don't understand is, nobody can ever tell me my car is old because I'm going to always make sure what I got I take care of and, and, and I hold sacred to me because I'm appreciative of everything that I got because I take care of it. Even my shoes, when I wear them, I wipe them down and put them back in, in the spot. And those are things that, like, in life, you can't teach people how to take care of what they got because you can have a luxury car and that bitch go to shit because you dinging that motherfucker against every car you, ne you park next to or you just parking... Anywhere, motherfucker, dinging um, uh, shopping carts into your shit, and it's like all of that. So it's like, man, in life, it's mindset. Like, if you ungrateful for what you got, no matter what you get, you will never be grateful. You'll never be satisfied. You'll never be satisfied. Yeah, happiness, happiness is where you find the happiness. You know, it's not, it's not where you wonder where it is. It's just the real. And the thing is, a key thing is you should never hold your happiness accountable. You feel what I'm saying? Because most people, like, they, they since they don't got a certain thing or have a certain thing they want, they can't feel happy. You feel what I'm saying? But happiness can't was with you ever since you was a child. Ever since we was babies, we were smiling and happy. You feel what I'm saying? We, was, we wasn't really worried about what the newest stuff is and what we got to get and what we got to cop. You feel what I'm saying? So... You know, that shit started with the Nintendo. What? Like, like just new games. Like, you had one game, and you're like, damn, they got the new game coming out. Or like G.I. Joe's. Like, oh, they got the new G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Or it was always something that you had to have. And it was just like Jordan's. Damn, oh, they came out with the new Jordan. So as we started elevating and, 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 and things start growing and products start changing, we began to always try to keep up with the next new thing or the next big thing. And that's where we became slaves to, to certain things now. Now, we're, we're slaves to certain clothing brands. We're slaves to certain uh, uh, cars, slaves to certain clubs. Like, we want to go wherever that become slaves to that, man. That just comes from, you know what I'm saying? Like, that comes from the institution, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The, the brainwashing, you know what I mean? When it comes to, we're putting too much emphasis on what we like and what we prefer to say and what we want it to be and how we think it should be when, you know, half of those situations won't come around for the people that's posting it. You know, it'll come around for various few, you know what I mean? But, like, memes, like, memes, like, Memes, for example, that's relatively new. Yeah, but people have always had it. People always had a notepad, screenshot it, put it on the uh, on the talking gut shit. You know what I'm saying? But it becomes relative when people start clicking to it, and people are like, "Oh, damn, you seen this meme? Yo, damn, you seen this?" I mean, and, and like I said, it's like with everything. It's some that are cool, and there's some like majority. I'm gonna say ninety percent of memes are funny. Like most of them are with the intentions to make you laugh. But then you got. 10% that are just obnoxious. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I was I was thinking about speaking on this earlier because I was just like, you know, 
this is turning our women and in, 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 into something. And, and I'm not going to say that it's just women because it's men too because men post a lot of bullshit too. But it's women that it affects the most in a way because this is altering their perception of how they should feel about themselves mentally, physically, emotionally. You know you know what I'm saying? And it could be some bullshit. Like, it could really be some bullshit, but it was just worded right. So it sounds good. So, you know what I'm saying? It's reposted. No, I agree. Like, it almost made me to the point where it's like, damn, I almost kind of want to unfollow this person because it's like, what are you really talking about? Like, what's your narrative to what you're trying to explain and shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, just like you said earlier, man, everybody... Everybody has their own point of view and perspective of how they do things. You know what I mean? And it's not that they wrong, or it's not that you wrong. But looking at them like that, it's just that everybody is where they at. You feel me? At the time in their life. You know? Yeah, but like I remember at a time in my life when I was broke. I ain't have shit. So I didn't need to be posting no memes. I need to be getting my ass the fuck up and going to get a job and doing shit better so I could be posting better memes about about how I'm having good times and I'm not struggling this shit. How how I don't how I don't have all these problems and all this anger and all this aggression and shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit really alters the mind. You know what I mean? Like quick to post a meme about how a nigga won't give you this or give you that. But when you look at what the person has done in reality, I mean like where where has the social standard, you know, went? You know what I'm saying? Like you get to a certain level, and it's like people feel like you owe them shit, and you don't owe nobody nothing. Love How the fuck I owe you a bag, and we probably ain't been on two dates, three dates. No, that's real. Yeah, but that, but like that, right? That is nothing but uh, sense of entitlement because of the things that they're seeing and and the, and the things they're listening to on music. I mean, when you listen to City Girls and all of these. Uh, when you listen to Megan Thee Stallion, all they talk about is fucking a nigga and taking a bag and getting some money from a nigga and, and like, not really fucking with him for real. So it's, like, not even really appreciating a man if a man can give you some guidance or put you in a position, you know. Yeah, but, like, that's that's starting to become degrading. Yeah. That's starting to become degrading because you got real solid men out here that's getting thrown down and tossed off the roof because of a, a meme. But now they're they treating is, us like we treated them believe that now they just have a way to verbally put out what they can feel like and it's accepted because all of them are doing yeah. it because i mean let's be real now if men started really just making memes to crank the fuck out like i'm talking about like if we really want to start talking that shit memes will come to an end Nah, for sure we could kill their ass with like uh, you, you feel what I'm saying? And, and, it's, and it's crazy because we're not even trying to make it no versus thing. But it's just saying, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that shit really starting to get to me because you quick to retweet some shit, quick to repost some shit, but you won't go and support somebody's work. You won't go repost that shit. You know what I'm saying? You won't go repost supporting no, they somebody. They're teaching but us to be haters, bro. Exactly. Exactly. They're exactly. teaching us to be haters. But uh, what we're going to do is... We're going to play a little snippet of the song uh, that we're working on. And then, shit, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because it's going to. Yeah, definitely. definitely nah, but I think that's a good one, though. You know? Definitely, yeah, he, definitely. Uh, I mean, we're it right now. But, man, this song right here is, man, just, it's a deep one, man. It's talking about life, man, and mindset. You know? Why oh, we... yeah. No, it's everything that we get out of life, oh, man. Definitely. That's why we on this mission, man. You know what I'm saying? My closing, man, I just. 
I just say everybody go out here, like I said, go meditate, go find your peace, go find your peace of mind, whatever situation you in, whatever relationship you in, make sure that it's stable and it's supportive mentally. Everybody needs mental stimulation and mental support. You know what I'm saying? Our health is the most important thing. If we ain't healthy mentally, we can't be healthy physically, emotionally, or nothing else. That's real. So that's that's my closing. And these 24K is most important, we struggle man. with I think. ourselves, you feel me? And the reason why we do certain things that we do. So, but man, you're yeah. right though, man. So, it's crazy, man, how they don't respect real men no more. They like, nigga, nigga, you gotta either be rich or you gotta be tricky. <laughs> no, nah, for real. And I'm saying it's different for the young ones out here that don't really know what's going on, but for all the older ones that do. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're picking up this rapper mentality as a society for the whole. You feel what I'm saying? It's still genuine girls out here. It's girls out here that go to the club but still go home. It's girls out here that don't fuck on the first night. And it's girls that do. And it's girls that do it for a couple hundred. And it's girls that don't do nothing for nothing at all. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? The, the genuine of everything is starting to become watered down. And when that happens, you got to start going back and looking at the structure of how you think. You feel what I'm saying? Like, my closing is I just tell people to go and meditate. It's a lot of shit I had to unlearn to become who I am mm-hmm. today. You got to find yourself. And it's a lot of shit that, exactly. And it's a lot of shit that I continue to make sure I check off the list that like, hey, that can be a part of me, but that can't. You know what I'm saying? Check some balances of how you are. You know what I'm saying? Not just waking up every day, not thinking about yourself on a conscious level. Like, you have to. Not be too far in your head, but you have to be aware. Also, I want to add that, you know, with everything that tends to spiral up, it always goes back to a zero point. Like, a quick a quick quote, like, you must destroy in order to rebuild. And this, this is like a prime example of how things can, you know, be spiraling out of control. It destroys itself internally every, any, in any kind of way or form. And then over time, it rebuilds itself because... And this, where I see it going is people starting to do all these cold things to other people, and it gets to a point where that karma hit them, and it's now they're realizing, like, oh, I shouldn't have been doing this kind of stuff. They learn step by step, and they learn themselves, you feel what I'm saying? So it's going to get to that point where it will get even more crazier than this, but once it all breaks down, everything crashes down, that's when everybody's going to start mass growing and Mad. I mean, yeah, we, we fight the masses. We fight the masses. We're fighting we're fighting the last 20, 30 years of what our grandparents was fighting. We fighting the last of that racism. You know what I'm saying? We lucky that we're young enough to be able to say that, hey, damn, we're gonna be seeing like a good 40 to 30 percent dying off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, but it's real. All that shit Martin Luther King and all of them was doing, that was to get us to where we are now. But that's why but that's why. They're trying to hold on to their mindset and keep things up between us because they know they're about to die. And by them knowing they're about to die, they want to tell their kids Do your most to damage. keep that yep. shit up because once you lose that power, because we are the culture when it comes to entertainment and fly shit in general. And they said if these mm-hmm. white people lose their control of the sauce and the gifts, then everything going to get out of they, their hands and we're going to own our own shit now. And they see that happening. And, that, and what they want to do is they want to keep that beef up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that 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 shit's real. That shit's real. I did not know that we we actually almost kill about fifty million of us each year through abortions and other yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? So through the through the prison system taking us out, through coronavirus, through getting shot and gunned down by your own kind and the police. Mm-hmm. You know, black black men got enough violence and enough predators and enough against them just naturally. You know, it's time for like us to really continue to build. That's what, you that's know what, what, that's what this song is about. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead like, and play the uh, little, uh, first verse real quick. You tell me what you think. Oh, yeah. Hey, go ahead and give it a drop. Tell them what it is, what you're about to play, man. The song called Life. It's by who? It's by me and Steve. T.P. the poet. Steve the producer. Mindset. TPZ12, and you can go at SNS Live Life One, and then uh, follow us at Red Door Studios or R E D O O R Studios. Tell them Steve, and then Steve too. Oh yeah, all right. Check me out. You feel what I'm saying? Out on Instagram, one L U V S T E V E. That's me. 